0: Welcome back to DMR. Thank you for tuning back in. Motorblad. How are you? Hope you are well. I finally have caught Spider-Man No Way Home. Slap on the wrist. I didn't get to see it when it was in cinemas. However, I did purchase it on a early release on Apple TV. So let's go through the official third movie for Tom Holland and see what my thoughts are. Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. So Spider-Man No Way Home 2021 vintage. So after the events of Spider-Man Far From Home, Mysterio played by Jake Gyllenhaal has released Spider-Man's identity to the world. So the cat is definitely out of the bag now. And everyone knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. His life has been turned upside down. Everybody is filming him on their phones, wherever he goes. It's causing havoc. It's causing a lot of issues for MJ as well. So he can't go on like this. So what is he to do other than turn to his old friend, Doctor Strange? When you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker spider Man, We started getting some visitors. From every universe. So he goes and sees Doctor Strange and basically says, look, I need to put this cat back in the bag and I need everybody to forget that I am Spider-Man. So he starts to do a spell. Peter won't shut up. The spell basically gets botched. Doctor Strange thinks he contains it in one of his little metal boxes and everything seems hunky-dory except when the villains from the other universes start to rock up and Peter Parker or Tom Holland has to deal with all of these villains which is doc ock green goblin sandman electro and the lizard as well so it is fully packed with spider-man villains that's for sure hello peter you're not peter parker I'm sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Otto Octavius. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? So like Spider-Man 3, this movie has a hell of a lot of villains in it, more so than Spider-Man 3, which was played by Tobey Maguire. So Spider-Man 3 for me was very bloated, even though this movie has more villains in it. It was very messy. I do like parts of it. We can all remember this scene with the black-haired Spider-Man dancing around a bar, which is ridiculous, but it's quite funny to watch now. But for some reason, even though there are more villains in this movie, it does work very, very well. The movie is quite funny. A lot of the comedy punches do hit, so I found it very humorous. And I found that all the returning characters being Green Goblin, Doc Ock especially, they all hit it out of the park in terms of their dialogue and their purpose in this particular movie. There are others out there. We need to send them back. So, Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please, Scooby-Doo this crap. So I have to admit, when Doctor Strange first came out, I was a bit hesitant. I thought, yeah, it looks probably a bit too hocus pocus, a little bit too magic for my liking, a bit too mirrorland, but as time rolls on, just like Thor, you know, the magic castles up in the sky, so to speak, these two characters do really grow on you. So I feel that Doctor Strange in this movie, he's quite funny. He does remind me of Stark, not in a billionaire playboy type way, but just that suave, Very witty, very funny type responses that he comes back with. And he is well set up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to date. So I really did like this movie. I thought even though it had a lot of characters in it, Marvel did pull this off very well as opposed to Spider-Man 3. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with this movie hereafter. flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts what do you mean they all die fighting spider-man it's their fate so the whole point of no way home is to show that spider-man and peter parker really do have a heart so when all these villains basically start to rock up dr strange says to peter that a lot of them not all of them have died in their own universes So, you need to send them back, and it's their fate. You can't do anything about it. But, Peter basically doesn't want to sentence these people to death. He wants to basically help them, cure them, and then send them back to their own universe and put everything right again. So, the chemistry with all the characters on screen is very good. I love Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin, especially the wrestle between Goblin and Norman Osborn, it does look very good up on the screen. He owns it every time he is on the screen along with Doc Ock and the other villains as well. So it was a very good and very fun movie. I'm sorry, kid. Yummy yeah, me too. Don't. Ah! Look, there has to be another way. There isn't they're a danger to our universe you're not gonna take this away from me so i'm not going to get into the big spoiler if you've been living under a rock for the past 12 months you'll know what i'm talking about so i'm not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole in this particular review so how's this the budget for this movie was 200 million dollars okay so 200 million dollars it's currently made $1,886 dollars at the box office which is ridiculous. It is just incredible the magnitude of this particular franchise and where it's got to in this day and age. So just an amazing effort for this particular movie and it's not an Infinity War, it's not an Endgame movie. It's just incredible how far this particular movie has come. So it does rate very high on Rotten Tomatoes at 93%. It did kick off with 99%, but then dropped back a little bit over time. Peter, you're struggling to have everything you want while the world tries to make you choose. This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. So now we get to the pros and cons section of the review the pros the movie looks immaculate it flows very well it looks great all the characters do a very good job in it the storyline and plot does go quite well i really enjoyed it a lot better than spider-man 3 with a lot more villains in it the only gripe that i've got about it and this is very small is that the character of the lizard when he's running around He makes a roar or a sound that's very similar to the T-Rex out of Jurassic Park. They really didn't need to do that. He can have a different noise that he makes. It's okay not to copy something. Yes, he's a lizard or a raptor looking type character, but you didn't need to rip off a very similar sound to the famous T-Rex. So that's probably the only gripe that I have with the film. So the verdict i would have loved to have gone and caught this at the cinema but i caught it at home on the big screen tv in the big loud hi-fi system so i will give it my number one rating which is i would have gone and seen it at the cinema 100 percent and i did purchase it on the apple tv it probably would look a lot better on the 4k but it is a great film it is going to be interesting to see what they do with Holland now, because this is his third movie as Spider-Man. He's been in three other films playing Spider-Man as well the Avengers Civil War, Endgame, and Affinity War. So where do they go from here? Has he overstayed his welcome? Will he be making cameos in other Marvel movies? Only time will tell. So hopefully he's not like Daniel Radcliffe, although I do think he's a great actor who will forever be branded as Harry Potter. So let's see where they go with him from here. Thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate all the likes, shares and comments and appreciate all the support on the podcast as well. We have just ticked over 3,000 downloads in six and a half weeks. Amazing, amazing response. So I will catch you on the flip side and stay cool. They're starting to come through and I can't stop them.